Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 29th of April 2021. This is The Gap, episode 563. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here, and uh, I thought we'd kick things off with some movies this week, Job. Something different for a change. Sweet, sweet play. Yeah, got to keep everyone <laughs> guessing. Uh, yeah. Change things up a little bit here and there. Um, yeah, movies, eh? I'm about it. Uh, I watched some movies. I went to the cinemas uh, mm. and stuff, you know. Uh, went and saw Mortal Kombat. Right. Uh, 2021, not the classic whatever year the other one came out in. I don't like ninety five or something? Is it ni- like. is it it can't be ninety five. It cannot you be. You think 95. it's earlier than that? No, later than that. Ninety nine. You think it's later than that? I reckon. Ninety eight. No, it can't be. You no. think it's later than the Matrix? Uh ninety eight. Ninety eight is my guess. Uh I didn't even know how to search for it. Ninety five. It was ninety five. Fuck off. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So ahead of its time. Um <laughs> The problem was the visual effects weren't around. That's if what, they would have waited like three or four more years, yeah, would have would have nailed it. That's that that is basically it. Yeah, okay. uh, that was the only problem with that film. Um, so uh, yes, saw the new one. Um, I guess it's a reboot, right? Um, and uh, I I actually really liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, but I, I said I, I said this a couple of times now. What is this doing? Um, I've said this a couple of times now. Um, it's not a good movie, but it is a good mm. time. That's sure. That's fun. my appraisal of it. Yeah, like I wouldn't say it is good, but I enjoyed it. Uh, right. Yeah, like immensely. Um, but yeah, like I could like I could see criticism. Like you can see how you would break it apart if you were so inclined mm. to critique it. Uh, I mean... But I just didn't care. And sure. I, I feel like as a, you know, self, uh, self-professed self gamer, with a capital G, uh, I am probably one of the people who, like would be critical of it right sure. i mean i think film nerds right would be definitely critical of it uh but yeah i feel like it was catered towards me and it wound up being what i wanted out of it right yeah what did you think i i think the um the the thing that sort of when i stepped away and, and sort of thought about it was like that was nearly a two-hour film and nothing really happened. Mm. <laughs> like, it goes, like, it's not a short film. Yeah. A short, like, it's not a, an hour and a half, right? Where- Mr. Nobody. Like, it's- Or Nobody like, or whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. Bang, bang. Um, and that's got, like, a plot to it. Whereas this, mm. I feel like, has a plot, but nothing happens. Yeah. It's just, like, a bunch of people standing around for most of the time. Um, and there's not, like, a whole lot of fighting. There's there's moments in there where there, it happens, and when it does happen, it's awesome. Um, like, the first fucking 15 minutes of this film are amazing. Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm like, I'm in. This is this is rad, what they're going for. Totally different um, film. And then, That's a different Yeah, movie. and then they, 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 they jump forward to, like, present day yeah. and introduce a character no one's ever heard of, and you're like, I don't care about this person. Yeah. 
What is going on? What's so weird about that is that, like, the first 15 minutes, right, mm. do not prepare you for anything that's to come because it is yeah. so... It's totally completely different. ...divorced from, like, the rest of the mortal... Like, that movie would be rad as fuck. Uh, I would Would watch- you remember the, the short uh, internet series that they did? Um, yeah a couple of years back it was very similar to that yeah exactly uh and yeah that should work man that mm. i i would be about it and then they snap forward to yeah the future and it's like i don't know is it commentary is is present day a lot fucking dumber than it we it used to be back in fucking <laughs> ancient japan in Ghost of Tsushima time, because shit, man, it just, it's, yeah, it starts off and it's fucking, oh yeah, fucking Kurosawa shit. And then it snaps forward and it's, I don't know, fucking a Godzilla film or some shit. And you're like, yeah, a dude getting his ass kicked in a UFC cage and you're like, all right, oh, that's a big, right. this is where we're going. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just thought it was kind of a bit all over the place there, but yeah. yeah, it's not. I don't think it's a bad film. I still enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Um, the 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 fights, it's very gory. There's lots of nods to the games in there, like some one liners, um, <clears throat> characters that sort of people like show up. But it's very like it's very different to the 1995 Mortal Kombat where they have a set protagonist that you know who that person is. Um, whereas this is, it's not yeah. like the, the two characters of like Liu Kang between those two movies are completely yeah different. <laughs> um, and there's like even characters in there that uh, I think there's some standout favorites like Kong Lao's really good. Um, Kano's awesome. Um, Kano steals every single scene he's in. And he hmm. is literally just because they told him he's to go story. as broken as possible. <laughs> Yeah. And clearly he took that note and he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry, I got this. And he fucking, he went for it. And I think it helps yeah. that he's also a actor and it felt like almost everyone else in the film was a stunt person. And I don't, that's not a criticism, but it felt like he was able to, like, I, I have no idea what went on in the background. Uh, and I, I'm very interested to see some behind-the-scenes shit. Uh, I've been reading interviews and stuff, um, but they haven't talked about how much of the dialogue is improvised or at least uh, doctored, was doctored on set. But, like, it felt like he was able to play off other characters better than they were able to play off him, mm. and that, I think, is what made him feel better as a character. Because he was sort of this... He was the audience, right? He was... Well, he was definitely our audience because uh, right before we got in, this bunch of fucking yobbos, drunk as shit, wandered into the cinema. <laughs> uh, and he was exactly their mood until, like... But, like, the... the Yeah. <clears throat> they loved everything he said and did not laugh at any of the other funny bits in that fucking movie. And I thought that was very weird. Like... I, they couldn't understand everyone else. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I was pissing myself 
at the fucking uh, flawless victory line. I thought that was so fucking perfect. Because uh, it's... Like, that is the tone that movie... Outside of the first 15 minutes, that was the tone of the movie. <laughs> and it felt like yeah. after that, or maybe after... Yeah, no, yeah, maybe after Fatality for Kung Lao or whatever the fuck it was, which was clearly uh, 80 yard, clearly like dubbed in later and it sounded terrible. Yeah. Um, like it felt like they were trying to go back to the first 15 minutes. Like the whole time they were trying to claw their way back to what they'd set in the first 15 minutes. And that just was never going to happen. They, yeah, I, I don't know. K- Kano was like the audience, sitting there going, oh, what the fuck is this? Uh, like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, what, I'm supposed to have a fucking, what does he say, like a Frisbee hat? Uh, yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> we get some cool, you could end up with a cool power, or you could end up with Frisbee hat. <laughs> uh, and this the sweeping, the... Leg yeah, sweep yeah. bit. Hilarious. Uh, very good stuff, but uh, also, yeah, like, I could see where your criticisms might lie. But I, I know people uh, in our movie spoiler chat, um, you know, Liam's been talking about how he wanted there to be a tournament. I don't really agree. I don't think there needed to be necessarily. My last Mortal Kombat game I played um, I think the last three have been pretty good stories. The is it X onwards? I think the X was the last one I played. Um, oh, okay. But like eighty percent of the f- no eleven. I think eleven. We're up to twelve, right? I played the last one, but yeah. I haven't played the latest one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, eighty percent of the fights didn't take place in in the tournament format. Right, they take place outside of it. You're constantly doing fights outside of that format and then like the last couple yeah. of fights are in the tournament so i don't really have a problem with the fights not being within the tournament format i do understand uh complaints about whether like it being maybe um like <clears throat> canonically complex but i don't give a shit about the canon of mortal Kombat. <laughs> i mean mortal Kombat seems to have uh tried to do like the hard reboot when they did the 20 20- the the one uh, just Mortal Kombat I think it was and they did all the like time travel stuff and going back in time and yeah um, and just trying to like reset that story um so like yeah I don't know like I don't know if this is following I guess we don't even know yet where whether it's following the Mortal Kombat from the, uh, the original arcade games like in the nineties or if it's following like the reboot from the 2000s yeah um i think it's probably too early or if it's its own separate thing i I, at this stage it could be um it felt like they were setting up for sequels i would watch a sequel provided kano's back uh provided everyone in the film is told hey be more like kano (laughs) um (laughs) yeah because like you look at the other characters like raiden and uh i think he's just a non-factor yeah uh, who else is there? Shang Shang is is like nothing. Like yeah, they they were like in the original films. They they're like two fucking badasses, right? And I yeah. just felt like here yeah, it was was not interesting. Didn't they get the original actors in that that um 
in the internet short films or internet series that they did um, to come back. And he was like, I feel like he was in that as well. I don't remember. Christopher Um, Lambert. No, no, no. The guy that that (laughs) played the bad guy. Um, Shang Tsung. Yeah, I feel like he... Oh, I don't. I feel no. like he was he was in it. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I just here it just felt like it was nothing, <laughs> like not even a good villain. It's just very bland. Like, yeah, not not particularly. Um, like he he just sort of existed. He just showed up sometimes, and yeah, not just not very good. Um. Mm-hmm. The uh, the other thing I didn't like was the way they cut the fight scenes to be like Taken 3 type shit. Just not a fan of the crazy fucking chop, 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 chop. Like fucking Liam Neeson getting 12 shops, uh, cuts to get like jump over a fucking mm-hmm. uh, fence or some shit. I just, yeah, absolutely no interest in that sort of style of editing. Uh, and yeah, um, I felt like they did way too much of it, especially considering, like I said, everyone, I think, except for, um, Lawson, uh, for Kano is a stunt person and he's actually a, a very accomplished fucking, uh, like choreographed fighter. So it felt like a huge waste of their talents. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that I just they got to fix that. That is actually I would prefer they fix that uh, to uh, making everyone act more like Kano in the sequel. Uh, mm. Just have some because it seemed like they had really good choreography as well. You just could only barely make yeah, it man. out it's in like between all the fucking, fucking Sub Zero like cut someone and then they're bleeding and he like freezes the blood yeah. and stabs them with it I'm like all right yeah all Fucking right sick. <laughs> sick um yeah like yeah it seemed like they had some really good fucking <clears throat> ideas for stuff and then they ruined it with all these fucking snap cuts it's just absolute waste mm. they should go for longer yeah. cuts yeah anyway um cool all hard right. recommend uh, it's available uh, on streaming services, it's on HBO or, over here. That's how I watched or it. Or in the cinema. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. Something else that I was watching, um, which I didn't talk about last week. I completely forgot. But Dota Dragon's Blood was released on Netflix. Um, and this is a anime TV series based off of the. Uh, Dota video game created by Valve. Um, <clears throat> it follows uh, a character who is basically Dragon Knight, and it's his um, sort of like backstory or, or the backstory of this like clan. And um, I haven't watched a lot of them. I've watched, I think, two episodes at this stage. Uh, they're about 30 f- minutes each, maybe right. a bit longer. Um, it's got some notable characters in the cast like uh like uh yuri lowenthal is the main uh 
main character of it, who is we've talked about a lot on here. He played Peter Parker in the Spider-Man game. Yep. Um, he was in Sunset Overdrive. He's done a like Prince of Persia. He's done a like a lot of uh, video game related stuff. He's got Troy Baker in there. Um, a bunch of notable names. I think Troy Baker and Yuri are the two sort of headliners when the the credits roll um, for it. But it is um, it's extremely high level stuff. Like. <laughs> It's it, it is going for it. Like yep. all this crazy lore stuff that um is obviously in the game, uh, but this is like taking a different approach to it. And I just I kind of it's not my type of lore. Like it feels like a very um uh like Lord of the Rings sort of elvish, very hardcore fantasy. And um I don't know if I'm in for that right now. Uh, maybe I need to watch more of it. Right. Because um, obviously I think it did well. It got a um, a second season as far as I'm aware. And uh, that, I mean, that that could be just the, <clears throat> like the Netflix thing, right? They usually fucking order a couple of seasons before they're done. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like it's not, for me. I just not into it. It could be because I'm not into anime either. Um, yeah. Like the animation and stuff is a little bit uh, like jarring. It's like like in half frames or something. Like it's not smooth. It's kind of like jittery, and um, but it's it's very like violent and it's got some uh, like swearing and all that sort of thing in there. So it's definitely like an adult uh, anime. It's not a kids' cartoon TV show like a Pokemon type thing. Um, but it just didn't draw me in. It just was way too above my head for something that I just do not <laughs> like something that I didn't need. Uh, like I didn't need a backstory set telling me like how this person got to where they were in, yeah. in Dota. Uh, like, I don't even know they're going to get there, but uh, they like, there's definitely characters that come up that are in the game um, that you see that interact with uh, each other and that sort of thing. So that's cool. Um, I, I haven't followed the sort of reception behind it, um, whether or not people enjoyed it or they didn't like it. But uh, yeah, did you get a chance to check any of it out yet? I went to watch it. I went to watch the mm. first episode uh, when I was extremely hungover and it made me want to spew so fucking hard uh, that I had to turn it off inside of fucking 12 seconds. Uh, it's <laughs> right. just got this, like a lot of fucking movement in that opening scene i guess they're chasing down a dragon or something it was hard to fucking tell uh in yeah. between the desire to vomit um so i haven't returned to it but i actually yeah you know i don't go in for anime all that often um although there are a couple i enjoy um i have enjoyed netflix's animes uh like castlevania Right. That just got another season, didn't it? I think so. Uh, and this looks a bit like that, so I probably will return to it. Um, mm. This It's quite similar in style to that. So, yeah, I'll give it a fucking punt. Let's see why not. Yeah. Uh, I, I do remember reading something. Some of the criticism was about the pacing of the story. Mm. Um, and I do recall reading an interview with the creator saying that, like, they did get screwed around with the um, episode, like how many were ordered, uh, and they had to either cut 
uh, a bunch of time out of each episode or something like that, um, which kind of screwed around with their pacing. But uh, maybe maybe in the next season they'll get some free reign to do uh, something a bit better. But I just haven't had a chance to. I've been so you know, I haven't been here for two weeks and then coming back and I've been busy with other stuff. I just haven't had a chance to sort of sit down and uh, pay more attention to it. Um, yeah. So I'll definitely jump back in when I get some time because they, they seem like pretty easy episodes to like just knock out as I'm playing something else and just have it on sort of like the background. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it was spoiled for choice, but there is like some good stuff out there at the moment if you're looking. So, you know, Invincible. I'm currently watching Invincible, um, awesome. which is, I think it's releasing weekly at this stage on Amazon. Yeah, it is. Yep. Um, and that is a... A comic book um, brought to TV, brought to TV, basically the the freaking um, like I've read a bunch of these and like the actual art is dead set, <laughs> like the art from the comic book. Yeah, right. Um, nice. Looks look, looks incredible the way they've uh, done this and like the cast of this TV. Like this is another like animated TV series, but. It's, designed for adults with swearing and extreme violence and um the cast is like bonkers man there's so many people yeah. like steven ewan is, is the the main characters like jk simmons in there um walter walter goggins is yeah walton goggins is there right walton, walton goggins, goggins zachary quinto jillian jacobs um yeah. sandra is the mom one point. uh jason manzoukas <laughs> Has a lot right. of I love him. Um, who else? Uh, yeah, like just a fucking killer fucking cast. Mm. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's very uh, like the first episode is um, I would I would watch if you're not sure about it. I would watch the first two. The first episode is very much. It's basically a story about like what if Superman had um a kid yeah and then what what would happen to that kid um and it's about this kid discovering that like he has powers and how to deal with it and all that sort of stuff and it's very like um you know a traditional superman story up until the last like two minutes of that first episode and then it completely shows its hand and tells you the direction it's going for yeah um so i would at least watch the first like if that doesn't grab you that first episode i would watch the second one because that's when it starts to really show you like this is what we're doing yeah because um, that first episode is not it, it's it's sort of like a twist <laughs> a Shyamalan twist <laughs> yeah it is it is a yeah um it's very good why um, with it. i mean yeah it's a similar story to uh the like it's a good way to sort of tell the superman story i'm watching uh what's it called Superman and Lois or Lois and Superman. I can't even remember the order of that at the moment. Right. And that is doing a very similar thing of uh, what if Superman, like let's not focus on Superman necessarily. Let's focus on his family and what happens if Superman had kids. And that's kind of what that series is about. It's him moving back to Smallville with his family. Yeah. And he's an older Superman and he's got like two teenage twin sons and dealing with them and what would happen if they got powers. Um, so I'm, I'm a couple episodes in that. They're on hiatus at the moment, but uh, I think that sort of stuff is more interesting than telling like the 
what happens if there's Superman and he can't be defeated? Um, and the things around it. So, I don't know, man. Invincible is really good. If uh, you haven't checked it out, have a look. Um, I, I like on Amazon Prime that when you pause it, it'll tell you who's in it in a scene. Who's in it. But it'll also yeah. tell you the music because it's got really good music as well. I'm a big fan of the mm. soundtrack. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Nice. Anything else to add? No. Uh, there's <laughs> no, something so else. I, oh, yeah. Uh, it finished. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I didn't think it was great. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, I liked it in the end. Yeah. Wound up. The last two episodes are really good. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very different pace. Like, it's it's not the um, WandaVision, like, mystery of the week type thing. That they, This was very much like a Captain America. Yeah. Like, thriller spy sort of bit slower paced uh with a dumb budget <laughs> for a tv show though like there's there's some good stuff in there yeah um but yeah i enjoyed it otherwise all right it was fun yeah. um all right let's go to to the game section games hey i'm gonna jump in before you go uh yep. and i'm just gonna i'm gonna go with nhl and mlb 21 because i was playing that with jb johnny bravo right. and uh i i figure i better get this out of the way because he is the one who told me to watch invincible and he will be i assume very upset if i don't clarify that so uh hmm. it's not like it, we we didn't come upon it well i didn't come upon it uh oh really i should have told you guys i've been watching it for weeks <laughs> for, uh, for a month now or something. He told me a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember when. Yeah. Um, when the anyway. first three episodes dropped, I started watching it. Right. Yeah, I think I was a little bit late later after that. But uh, that was a better way to watch it, I reckon, because fucking... Now I've got to wait f- fucking another day. Each week. Yeah. Yeah. Before I get to watch the next one. It's horseshit. Anyway, uh, he and I, me and mm-hmm. him... Uh, me and JB played some NHL 21 and some MLB 21, uh, MLB the show 21 together on Xbox. Um, it's been fucking yonks since I played a console game online, eh? Like, ages. Uh, you had to buy that gold. <laughs> fortunately, Game Pass, plus one Game Pass, comes with gold. So, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was initially pretty annoying to work out. I'd say, like, fuck it. So MLB The Show is the baseball game that is available on Game Pass uh, as of this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, NHL 21 came to Game Pass via EA Play, um, but it's also available on Xbox. Um, I was playing on the Series X, uh, and... JP is playing on a 1X, I believe. Um, but that worked flawlessly. It was actually easy as. Um, getting to play a game of MLB The Show against another person. What a clusterfuck. First of all, like I've played a bit of MLB The Show by now uh, mm-hmm. because I knew I was going to wind up uh playing multiplayer and i didn't want to look like a complete fucking buffoon um but even still i don't understand like the fucking front page of mlb the show is just this list of fucking things that don't mean anything it's like road to the show diamond dynasty or something and you're like 
what the fuck does any... I just want to play a fucking game of baseball. How do I do that? And you have to go down from that menu, mm. down to, like, quick play. That is not how you play against another person. You To, go, to play against another person, you have to go up to your profile in the top left of the main screen and then click and then go to like RB and then you press friends and then you mm-hmm. invite them to play a quick, uh, an exhibition match or something like invite them right. to play a game. That's how, like what, what the fuck do they just not want people to play against other people online? Is that the fucking, is that the deal? Like are they just making it like who, Set that shit up. Who designed this fucking UI? Like, obviously, baseball fans, right? Only baseball fans and sit there going like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's doing really well. He's got 18 RBIs and his uh, HR is 0.3. And and you're sitting there like, did he he hit the ball? I don't fucking know. Like, they just talk (laughs) in this endless series of fucking acronyms and initialisms and all of them are based on like hundreds of percentages and you're you got fucking no clue so of course they yeah. would look at the front this main screen and be like oh perfectly logical if i would like to go play a game against a friend all i need to do is press up rb down down a down a a <laughs> You gotta type in the And Konami he's invited. Code. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, motherfucker, what is going on here? Um, anyway. We played a game, uh, nine in the game. Uh JB's got rules for playing uh multiplayer sports games. You gotta play as the same oh. team so that nobody can claim that their team was better than better or worse. Uh mm-hmm. Um, that's I'm I'm okay with that. We never played by those rules in my household. You were allowed to play as whoever you wanted, and if your team was worse, then you should pick a better fucking team, uh, and you still cop that L. Uh, there's no fucking mm-hmm. excuse making when 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 I was growing up. Um, what's what's the rules on bunting? Does he have one? No bunting. Uh oh no no, there there was no. Throwing balls. You're not allowed to throw balls. Only strikes. Throw balls? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, So only over the plate. Um, Mm. So it didn't devolve into some, like, weird fucking... Oh, yeah, I fucking... I outgamed you by... Because, like I was saying last week, I swing at everything. I still swing at everything. Uh, Every single fucking ball I swing at. Even though it seems like pitching in this game is pretty fucking hard. Like, hmm. you know, JB's a massive baseball dog and he was throwing lots of balls and, like, he'd immediately <laughs> apologize afterwards and I'd, like, fucking swing at it. Um, Yeah, just no... It's it's because it's really really difficult to work out where the yeah. fuck like as your ener- as your pitcher's energy like he's decl- throwing it just outside your reach so that you're swinging but you're not hitting anything. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him, this guy, this motherfucker doesn't understand baseball, and I fucking boomed him. No, um, <laughs> he was actually extremely helpful in explaining what the fuck most of the things were going on, but he couldn't explain the pitching. It seems mm. like once your pitcher's energy drops below fifty percent. 
it doesn't matter where you aim the pitch. It's just going to go wherever. <laughs> it's just going to fucking go somewhere. Like, yeah. it's not up to you anymore. It's sort of just, yeah. I get that you want me to throw it there, but I'm fucking tired, mate. So I'm going to just fucking, I'm going to try and get it to the catcher and we'll see what happens from there. It's, it's basically the, that's how I would pitch. It's weird that we're playing a professional sports game. Holy fuck. We're, so we're playing on this Red Sox and uh, one of the dudes on that team, one of the guys who, like one of the batters, has a running speed of 17 out of 100. Hmm. Like, I I expected him to be in a fucking wheelchair. Like, yeah. MLB. He, does he look like an NFL player? Like a linebacker? He did. He looked he was a he's a big fella, but like I'm not a linebacker, like a like a <laughs> defensive stopper. Yeah, or yeah, like a fucking linesman. Yeah. Uh like the fucking I expect him to be in a wheelchair. They they yeah. must be the I'm only. Hi- I don't even run. I'm higher than a seventeen. I'll right, that. like that's what I'm thinking. That they must be like MLB that show must be the only fucking game in existence that has yeah. the the gap style review system where they use all a hundred points of the fucking. Well, maybe it was a mistake. It was supposed to be a seventy-one. The yeah, somebody- EA games are doing the fucking IGN Gamespot thing where they never go below seventy. Like everyone is seventy or above. So you'd know, you'd be like, oh yeah, he's a seventy-one at running. Uh, no, nah. not in MLB the show. They're like, uh, he's fucking shit at running. <laughs> like he's he. I would. He's bad. He's, he's not just. <laughs> he's not just slow. He looks dumb when he's running as well. So I'm gonna give him a fucking seventeen, this motherfucker. Like that's some shit, man. Seventeen at running. Like yeah, I yeah, I don't run and I can outrun seventeen. What the fuck? He's a professional athlete. Motherfucker. And what? What do you have to... How, do you get, how much would he get paid? How much would he get paid? Fuck me. I could do that. Shit. I don't understand baseball on any fucking level, and I could do that. I could run faster than 17, if, if that's all you needed. <laughs> like, just pay me $100,000 a year to live in Boston, and then apparently you can pinch runner... You can swap him. So he hits and gets on yeah. base, and I can do the rest of the running for him. Right? Like, yeah. You can be the runner. Yeah, I'll just fucking Done. run. Like, you don't even need me to hit. Right? I could probably, I think I could catch with a you giant could, glove on my hand. You could learn to hit on the $100,000 a year. On $100,000 a year. Down. Right? Yeah. What else am I going to do? Fuck me. Ridiculous. I was fucking flabbergasted. Anyway, um,. So we play some baseball. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn too much, but I fucking wallet JP, and he was trying. He was putting effort in, and I fucking destroyed him. Okay, he came down, bases loaded, and I fucking socked it out of the park. One of my only two two home runs. Uh, it did help significantly that uh, something about balking. If you if you throw the ball before the the umpire has like crouched down on his haunches, that's a balk and everyone gets to like advance a base. That helped significantly. 
because <laughs> uh, yeah, we had no idea how that worked. But um, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, good times. And then we played NHL. We played three games of that. Um, we're playing NHL because the MLB the show servers were down, uh, which was a bit weird timing. Um, but yeah, NHL like that. Actually, I I think. We were trying to work it out. I'm pretty sure MLB was putting us on US servers. Um, and meanwhile, uh, NHL, outside of, I think I had like two hiccups, like tiny little glitches, uh, like mm-hmm. spikes. Uh, we, we had really good fucking connection on NHL. So I don't know if it was peer-to-peer or if they've just got Aussie servers. I know EA has Aussie servers for FIFA, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're just doing it on Azure. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously there's there's Sydney servers for that. Uh, but yeah, I felt like we had a really good connection. They've even got like a network uh, connection tool so you can measure your connection uh, in it, which I hadn't seen in a fucking console game before, and I, I think that's fucking awesome. Um JB won the NHL, so that was disappointing. Um, the problem, right, the reason he won is because he plays this fucking, fucking figure skating style of hockey that I've just got no no time for. The Each, each of our games, I outscored him on hits uh, by 20 hits. Each game, mm-hmm. twenty hits. Like I was just fucking. That's that's my style of hockey. Is like you line them up and you just fucking cane them. You absolutely fuck it. Like it doesn't matter if they've passed the the puck, right? They get the the pass off and someone's on the the fucking, uh, you know the the, what do they call it? I don't know. Breakaway, I suppose. Uh, someone's on the breakaway. No, nah, you finish that fucking check. You finish your fucking hits every single time. And the idea is you want to, like, just fucking waste them. And it, mm-hmm. the flip side, right, I was checking all over the place. Body checks all over the fucking place. They were hideous. Uh, absolutely disgusting shit. But JB won. Uh seven of our eight fights <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why i think it was lag i'm pretty sure it was lag uh must be lag gotta be lag um <laughs> but that was the other thing when he would win those fights it would undo all because uh the reason you do checks is because it like saps stamina like right. way faster super fast uh you had to actually skill into the ability to um to not lose uh, stamina on a check mm-hmm. and so when you win a fight your team all of their lines get full stamina they're like fucking cheat up they run it on right, pure yeah. adrenaline uh, and when he, they would undo all, all the good work I'd, I'd done on the checks but basically my my entire strategy is to just fucking wallop cunts and maybe score some goals and yeah unfortunately JB's strategy is to score some goals and maybe wallop cunts. And those clearly his strategy was better than mine at the end of the day. He only won by one goal. And I think if we went on four and against difference, 
Uh, I would have won goals for and against. I think I won, but we were playing the, you know, winner takes all decider match. So Mm -hmm. tis what it is. Uh, GG's. It was good fun though. Um, Yeah. I, I actually think like I haven't played sports games against someone else in fucking forever and I actually really miss yeah. it uh, yeah definitely up for playing more anyway that's because you re- you rage quick because I used to beat you at NBA all the time and so you'd be like oh, I don't want first of all <laughs> NBL <laughs> NBA you, you said NBL <laughs> pretty sure I said NBA you said NBL we're just playing as the fucking Brisbane Bullets versus the fucking something Tigers I don't know who Townsville Tigers Tasmania. Tasmanian? No. I don't think so. I don't think Tasmania has a team. Why would they? Nobody in Tasmania can jump. Um, I don't know. Nobody in Tasmania plays basketball. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. First you, of all, you, you um, said NBL. And second of all, I used to belt you. You insisted on going the Lakers when the Lakers were spent seven years <laughs> tanking. So... <laughs> yeah. I'd still beat you. You did fucking not. I insisted on going whichever team had LeBron, and then I'd pass the ball to LeBron, and it would fucking work every fucking time. And you got super salty about that strategy, even though no, even though no, it's the same fucking strategy that your fucking dubs use, pass the ball to Steph Curry and he'll shoot it from literally anywhere, and he'll get it in. Uh, I see you've <laughs> gone full dubs nation, by the way, which is just revolting. How could you? How you hate LeBron that much? It's just shameful. I have I support two teams, my home team and my my other home team. <laughs> Fucking classic. Anyway. Uh yeah. other games. Hey, speaking about um uh NHL, have you been watching the Mighty Ducks on Disney? Absolutely not. Oh. It looks awful. <laughs> it looks so bad. Oh my god. I cannot do it. Like Yeah. Why? Why would they go back to that well? Money. Yeah, I Lots suppose. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not criticizing Emilio. I'm just yeah. like, come on. They looked at uh, karate kid and we're like, what do we got? What can I, we do? Yeah. Let's do that, but with Mighty Ducks. Yeah. No. Um, All right. Let's talk about some more games here. We've got uh, Portal Reloaded, which you talked about last week. Um, Yeah. Have you had a chance to play much more of it? I have not. I have not been playing it more. No. All right. I jumped in. Okay. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that was quick. Uh, Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, for a little bit, I didn't play a whole lot, maybe like 40 minutes or so. Yep. Um, basically it is a mod for portal two, um, that uses the, uh, the normal portal gun. So your red, sorry, your orange and blue portals to step through them and it introduces a, uh, a new green portal, which affects time. Uh, when you step through the green portal, you end up going either forward, um, I guess you go forward in the future to 20 years and you're able to then go between the two uh, time periods and manipulate portals and solve puzzles and, and uh, all that sort of jazz. Um, it's a free, it's a, it's a free mod, but you need to own the portal to game to be able to play it. 
Uh, it looks like it's got some uh, like voice acting sort of things going on there. And um, yeah, it's basically a series of test chambers you go through and, and try and uh, complete. Um, I think that this kind of like highlights the uh, like how well Portal or Valve has done these Portal games because um, I think that the or even other games uh, that have puzzle elements. I, I know that this is a free mod, hmm. but also um, it just shows you how much time that those games put into developing those puzzles and making them uh, very easy or uh, easy to understand, very easy to um, sort of learn and and gradually get harder and harder as you go. Uh, and I think this is something you talked about last week is like it's not an easy puzzle game um and i think that is a problem with it that it it something that i faced with it like i think it just doesn't maybe do a good job of explaining the mechanics of how um all these different time uh, interactions work with uh the cubes and uh because it's something weird like you can take a cube from the present and move it to the future uh but if you like if you move it in one world it'll show up in the other world like if you're moving it in the present it'll show up in the future in the same spot but you can also take it with you to the future but you can't take stuff from the future back and then there's like weird mechanics where you can then create two instances of the cube and bring them across the same uh, uh i guess dimension or whatever time you're in but if you interact with one the other one disappears and i think it just does a really clunky job like explaining those mechanics and how they work like it goes way too quickly um in terms of like introducing you to that mechanic and then like just going like all right now here's a fucking giant room try and figure this out and it just being like wait what what am i supposed to do i just i like literally just learned this thing and i don't understand what's going on like what's happening um <clears throat> so yeah it's just not like a slow gradual incline of uh, here's a puzzle and here's how you kind of solve it. It just kind of gives you a mechanic and then throws you in the deep end and you're like, oh, I just, I sort of really don't understand how this works. And so it, it then becomes a, not necessarily trying to solve a puzzle, more of just like brute forcing your way through it because you're trying to figure out the uh, the conditions of how this stuff works and what doesn't work. Um and so I think, yeah, that, that's got some um, some work to be done. I, I feel like there's just too much of an incline in terms of difficulty or like the not telling you exactly how things work and just sort of hurrying you along to the next thing and then introducing another mechanic and being like, all right, well, this is how this works now with, with this other thing. Um, so, yeah, I just found that that was just like, it was just going way too quick for me to sort of, get a grasp of what was happening. And then I'd go and look at a guide and be like, that's yeah. <laughs> like eventually I'd be like, all right, I get there like at some stage, but the way you've explained it or the way that you've like shown me how I should do something just doesn't uh, like, I did not get that from what you just showed me. Um, so yeah, it just seems like it's, it's, it, it's got that um, like it's got a cool, really cool idea in terms of the time mechanics and how that's sort of uh, how that affects the world. But the way they've they teach the player 
and they sort of introduce you to the mechanics of how the rule sets work and and how it affects the world. Uh, I think it's just implemented poorly. So, yeah. It's funny because last week you were saying that you didn't re- like you didn't like how much Portal Two you held your hand. Yeah. Uh, and now this one doesn't hold your hand enough. No, I, I think that Portal 2 was always like showing you exactly what you needed to do, whereas this game is not, it's not even showing you the basics of how things work. It's sort of just telling you, and then you've got to try and figure it out. Like there, there's an instance in one of the tutorials where it's like you do something, it doesn't tell you how to do it, and you do it, and the voiceover tells you like, oh, you figured it out, like congratulations. And I, I felt like that was the each test chamber was just me trying to brute force my way through how the mechanics of each of these things work. Um, and, and like just me not knowing whether or not this would work or not. Like it, that's not fun to me. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I guess I get it. Uh, Cause you know, obviously I haven't gone back either, so I don't find it particularly fun either. But my problem with it is that, uh, I think I understand it. Like, based on your description earlier, it seems like there might be some elements you still haven't got a full hold on. My problem Mm. is that even once you do understand it, it's so fucking dense. Well, there's just... There are so many moving parts... Uh, that you literally need to stand there and like map out what you're going to do um, before you even do it. Try it. Yeah. And then once you, once you, like, it's almost like, it's almost like a, a turn based game or like a, a tactical game where like yeah. you'd be like, okay, and then you move here and then here and then place a portal here and then place another one there and you put your third one there and then you go through the third one and then you grab the cube and bring it back you mm. put the cube there and then you move the first portal here and then bang and then like when you go bang everything happens all at once and then it's you're you've reached the end of the fucking chamber and you're like all right and so you're demonstrating, I guess, mastery over the, the concept, but there's no feeling of, like, success because it's over so fucking quickly. It just happens yeah. like that. You're like, okay, yeah. I did it. Whereas in Portal, and- you're shooting the portals, right? Yeah. And you're like failing and failing and failing and then you're getting better and better and better whereas this you're kind of just like flailing around and eventually it just kind of works you're like oh fair enough yeah (laughs) there's definitely an element of like i have clearly missed something and i don't Mm. know what it is until you work out what it is like i definitely agree the tutorialization is for shit uh but I think you would really like it if you powered through and learned the language. I think I got to like test chamber eight. I don't know how many there is. 25? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I think you would I think it would be your sort of game. Uh but you have to learn the language of the puzzles and it does a shit job of teaching in the language of the puzzles. Uh and they they only it'd be like be like learning fucking Norwegian because you know most of the Arabic alphabet, or the sorry, the the English alphabet, um, and and being like, oh well, I know the English alphabet, so I can learn Norwegian, and then just sure. plonking you in Norway, yeah, somewhere, and then you just fucking have to learn it, and you're like, hang on, hang on, <laughs> I've never seen that fucking letter before. That's not from the fucking alphabet. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And you're like, uh, all right, well, I think I think I can get there. And you sort of slowly, like, every every time you go to a new fucking place, someone voiceover will be like, burgundy, burgundy, burgundy. Obviously, these letters mean this. Right. Try yeah. and get through this fucking door. The instructions are written on the wall. And then you're like, but hang on, hang on. I, I... I didn't catch any of that. But then once you learn the language, you're just like fucking doing whatever you want in the way. And it's, yeah, it, it seems like it could be pretty cool. Yeah. It's just that at the same time, I don't know, it's very fucking complex. Yeah. I, I just, that's what I think. It just doesn't, it doesn't slowly, gradually introduce these mechanics. It kind of just throws you in the deep end. And like it's like we're going, we're running now. Let's let's yeah. let's go. Yeah. Um. And so you end up just like trying to figure out how the mechanics work with each other, the interactions of when you pick up a cube and you take it through the time portal, like how that affects the world, and what happens when you uh, create another cube and then pick that one up. Like, can you move it, or uh, like which one is from the future and which one is from the past? And like, if I touch one of them the other one fades away, but only after a certain amount of time. And it's just like weird interactions is, um, <clears throat> that I just couldn't like, I was like, I just, <laughs> I felt like I've missed something. Uh, cause like I'd look up the tutorial or, or like a guide and it was like, I don't think it explained any of this. It kind of just went from one thing to another. Um, so anyway, maybe I just need to spend more time with it, but it just wasn't grabbing me as much as I'd, uh, hoped anyway yeah. um yeah you can check that out portal reloaded is free on on steam if you've got portal it's 2 Portal two, yeah. uh let's get moving on here i've been playing a little bit of a uh days gone on playstation 5 they released a uh playstation 5 upgrade uh like the end of last year and i never got around checking that out and um i i remember was it Nate that played through Days Gone and really enjoyed it? Someone, I feel like it was Nate that played a bunch of it. Someone, um, someone did. <clears throat> do you think it was Nate? Maybe, I don't know. So, it's the only person I can think of that we talked to a lot. Mm. Um, I played a bunch of it um, when it first came out and enjoyed aspects of it, but otherwise pretty forgettable. Didn't um, like this uh, PlayStation 5 upgrade adds in dynamic 4K resolution and 60 frames per second right. um which i think helps quite a lot in a game where really 
you have to do a lot of shooting. Um, and there's a lot of things going on on the screen. So from what I've, I've played a quite a significant amount of hours on it, it runs really well. Um, doesn't have any hiccups. I think it looks like a really nice game. Um, there's like interesting things going on with that combat and like the hordes of zombies and when they're sort of running at you and there's just dozens and dozens and dozens of them on the screen all just trying to chase you down and you trying to leave traps and run through obstacles and setting up explosives like that sort of stuff is really cool and fun um exploring the world is is kind of cool like just driving around and finding weird spots in the map where uh you know going through houses and collecting scrap and um you know as a survival game a lot of that stuff is really uh, interesting but i think that the game itself is um maybe they've tried to do too much with it or like they they've tried to make it too big uh, because there's some cool mechanics in there, but it's very repetitive in terms of what you're doing. Um, so I think it's like, it, it was definitely a good sort of baseline of a game, like an open world game. It's, I think Ben's first open world, um, game that they've made. Uh, so I think that like what they built as a foundation was interesting. It wasn't anything that blew people away, but uh, there's definitely something that they could have turned this into for a sequel, like filled out more of the, uh, you know, things to do. That, that was kind of the thing that like I'm running around and being like, it's quite repetitive. There's the the camps that you go through um, and clear them out, but it's like, it's just a different area. There's, there's not really much else going for it. Uh, there's, you know, different factions and that sort of thing. But for the most part, you go from point A to point B killing a bunch of things and then if you're not killing a bunch of zombies you're killing a bunch of drifters or, or you know other uh humans that are sort of scavenging around and that's pretty much all there is at this stage there's um like clearing out the uh, nero camps where you go in there you restore power you've got to like cut the uh the megaphones that are attached to the the buildings the speakers otherwise they they attract zombies like i think there's some um cool mechanics in there but yeah. it's just too repetitive it's too much of the same yep. thing happening every like mission to mission to mission um you know it's a lot of fun walking around like stealthing an area crawling through a window uh grabbing supplies like stealthily killing zombies and then getting bounties from them and then taking those bounties and going back to your main base and trading them in for uh rep or or money and then getting that money and upgrading getting uh, new weapons or upgrading your bike and like there's a nice little loop there it's just like there's too much of it that's repetitive um so it's kind of disappointing that they've maybe canceled or at least something's gone on with the sequel because um you know like assassin's creed when that first came out that wasn't the game that people remember like th these yeah games sometimes need a second chance or like they're not going to be um the most amazing experience ever and it's I like tv shows so. with like season one right yeah you need They're like trying to find their footing park parks and rec don't watch season one the office yeah don't watch season one uh like loads of fucking shows you just don't watch season one anymore right mm -hmm. but the rest of them 
Always Sunny. I think there's like, you watch one episode of season mm. one. Uh, like, yeah, you just skip straight past. But the rest of that series is all-time fucking hilarious. And it's a shame that I wonder how many video games could have been all-time greats if they'd just gotten a second one. But if the yeah. first isn't an all-time great, so often they don't get that opportunity. Right. Yeah. On the flip side, making one season of a TV show compared to one season of a video game is often apples and oranges. So, Yeah. 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 One of them is... Uh you know, seven years of development, five to seven years of development. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I like, I I think it would be cool if they, they did make a sequel and like tightened up a bunch of those mechanics and uh, just sort of flesh things out a bit more um, because there's definitely some interesting things there. Um, but at the same time, like, that that character as well is just so so uninteresting and yeah. boring and bland um but like exploring like i like games where you're out there and you're surviving and you have to explore and you're going through build like run down buildings and clearing out nests and and that sort of stuff is really cool uh it's just not there's not a lot of variety so um yeah anyway that's days gone playstation 5 patches out yeah. Check it out. Got on a, there's like there's not a lot. Going it's, on the, right now. it's the free game on PS4 Plus or PS Plus for PS4. So if you have a PlayStation 5, you yeah. can get it and the upgrade upgraded stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a terrible it's game. PS like Plus. it's 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 fine. It's got some cool things going. It just didn't it ain't a nine or ten, um, which is or an eight, <laughs> which is what most games need to be these days otherwise people just do not care yeah um all right let's keep moving on here what do you got some mobile games uh yeah so um slay the spire i've been playing again because my uh brother-in-law hit me up he hit me up and he's like hey uh because i go like my little sister and and you know my family came down to sydney to visit uh, and my brother-in-law was like, uh, oh yeah, uh, what, what, what should I play on my phone? I need something to play on my phone. I'm like, oh yeah, well, it's this game called, uh, Idol Slayer. And, <laughs> and, uh, he had a look and he was like, oh no, I don't really like these incremental games. I'm like, oh, I know what you can play. Fucking Slay the Spire, mate. 10 bucks, 10 bucks. It's the fucking tits. Anyway, he's been playing since then which was around Easter. And uh, he hit me up the other day. He's like, oh, yeah, I can't win. I can't unlock the fourth character. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. I'm like, all right, well, who are you playing as? And he's playing as the Defect, which is obviously the best character. And uh, I'm like, I, like, it's very difficult to tell someone what they're doing wrong. In Slay the Spire, like, it's very difficult to analyze and determine how someone is fucking up their game and not winning without actively watching them fuck it up and not win. So I had to go through all the sort of the things, the ways that I fucked up and wasn't winning when I originally played. And so I started playing again so I could get familiar with the ways you might fuck up a run of the 
defect. And uh, I've been fucking struggling. <laughs> I'm just having a fucking rough time trying to fucking beat this. Mo uh, when is this motherfucker again? I just don't know what it is. Uh, I, I can't quite put my finger on why I'm having such a fucking struggle. I've had some fucking killer runs and then I just get undone. And like when I think about what it is that fucked me up, I'm like... Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I think I. I guess I took a bit off more than I could chew, and allow myself to get damaged too much earlier, and that is about all I can fucking determine. But I get to the third fucking floor, and I run into an elite, and it used to like usually my like. Uh, some people have philosophy of you know fight every elite. Uh, on the first floor and then avoid them. My philosophy is fight every elite. Every single fucking time. Fight every elite. Because mm -hmm. every fucking relic you get is another fucking step towards victory. Um, there are only like three bad relics. So you can't really go wrong, provided you can win your fucking fights. But the other thing is, if you're not able to beat an elite on the third floor... Uh, without taking so much damage that it, it, it renders you useless, you're not going to beat the fucking third floor boss anyway. So, uh, it, yeah, it's one of those things. It, it's basically a perma skill check. Uh, mm -hmm. But if you can beat the first elite, you can beat every other fucking elite on, the, on that floor. So you may as well fight every fucking elite every fucking time. But I get to these fucking third floor elites and I'm just fucking, yeah, undone. Nothing seems to work. And I'm just fucking at a loss. I think I'm wasting my potions or not taking the right potions or something. But I just can't work it out. It's it's confounding. But it does have me playing Slay the Spire a fucking ton again because I just want to fucking sort this out. I want to fucking win. Obviously, you're not going to win every game either. That's the other thing. Uh, I'm playing at Ascension 2 and... Uh, so I've got more elites and I can't remember, maybe more curses. I can't remember this Ascension 2 thing. I bumped it down. I didn't want to play flat because it's too boring, but I bumped it down and, uh, I'm trying not to take, like you get more elites on Ascension 2, on Ascension 1, uh, and whatever the Ascension 2 thing is, uh, you get more elites but you don't have to take every elite fight. So I'm still only taking two elite fights per level, per floor, to try to replicate it. Um, it's, it's, I'm just trying to, you know, keep things interesting. I just can't fucking work out why I'm losing. Anyway, um, yeah, there's, there's a whole fucking array of reasons why you might not be fucking winning Slayer Spire. And there is RNG. There's always RNG. Like, you can always just not get anything that works. It flat out happens. I cannot be convinced that someone can win every game of Slay the Spire. I will not be convinced. I'm going to have to go... I'm going to have to go look at YouTube videos of some cunt with a fucking 50 win streak or something after the podcast <laughs> now. It's going to be what I watch during lunch. Some dude just winning with the worst fucking cards. Jump on Twitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
I love that game. Holy shit. It's such a good game. It's fantastic. Um, cool. Yeah. And I've also been playing Diablo. Diablo. Which one is it? Diablo or Diablo? Take your pick. No, they were saying it a specific way at Battle.net, and that was the correct way. Diablo, I think. Yeah. Fuck that. Diablo. Uh, I was playing Diablo Immortal. Hearth Diablo. Hearthstone. Hearth Diablo. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, playing Diablo Immortal. And uh, because I managed to get into the the early, or the, I don't know, second wave, I suppose. Uh, I am not enjoying it at all. Uh, it feels really fucking linear. When I was playing mm. last night, so I've, I've gotten through, the, I guess, the prologue and I'm onto, you know, the first act now. And when I finished the prologue, prologue, the prologue you, hearthlog, uh, the hearthlog, yeah. Um, when I finished it, it had like, I could auto run to the next fucking location. Mm-hmm. And I was already feeling like this game is too fucking on rails. But that fucking, that was it, man. That I'm like, holy shit. So I don't even need a fucking run now. I just press a button and I run. Yeah. That Pretty is. Pretty soon you get like unlocks. It just attacks every one second and you can upgrade them. And then all of a sudden it's a click again. And then, yeah, you're fucking, yeah, earning. <laughs> goal per second you don't even worry about any of that shit you just fucking you you're focused on building a machine that turns loot into gold as fast as humanly possible mm-hmm. and then somehow you're getting souls and etc etc um yeah like i kind of see it it's got it's got good diablo vibes and uh, it's got the, the theming that, that I enjoy out of Diablo and I, but like the loot system seems really clunky. Uh, I hate, I hate to do this, but, uh, I've never seen a game that would benefit from Outriders auto loot system more than fucking this shit. The fucking tedium of walking around and tapping on fucking stuff you want to pick up. How the fuck is that? This and but you've also got the option you can tap on it to pick it up, or you can tap on the hand to grab it. It's like the interact button. Why wouldn't interact button just pick up everything on the fucking screen? Holy shit! Yeah, I cannot believe they need auto loot from Outriders. This is the one good thing Outriders has given to the world is auto loot the <laughs> only good thing to come from that game um and diablo Immortal desperately needs it but at the same time that would remove even more of the fucking interaction from the fucking game you just fucking need auto run places auto loot like it literally literally would turn into a fucking clicker game like they could turn it into a fucking why not just make diablo clicker just fucking do it right like It'd be more interesting than this fucking hyper-linear on-rails fucking holding... You, you don't tap a button. You hold down the fucking attack button and occasionally switch to your other fucking attacks and that's about it. I never once felt like I was in danger of dying. Uh, I 
didn't feel like any of the enemies were particularly interesting. I'm playing on the fucking Galaxy S21 uh, basic. Uh, so I can't really make out what the fuck is going on anyway, even though it is at a resolution that's about 80 times larger than Diablo 1 was. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I just not about it man like i just don't get it i don't i don't see the points to it like you can't even you've got like these branching paths but they're all blocked off there's invisible walls all over the fucking place like i just hmm. yikes man it feels a lot like fucking torchlight actually torchlight two or three or whichever one it was that was on game pass that i played for an Sorry. hour and, and fucking hated um yeah like it feel it reminds me a lot of that, and as a result, I'm fucking hating this as well. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, right. Not a fan. Diablo Immortal. Yeah, fair enough. Are, th- are those like invisible wars? Is, is it because they've um, because in an alpha they're blocking sections off, or is it purely just like this is the end of the map? <laughs> you just can't. You can't. I think you're not on this mission, so you can't go here at this point. All oh, right, is what I think yeah. is happening, as far as I can tell. Maybe, maybe it's just because I am not deep. Maybe Act One opens it up immensely. I'll, I'll give it a try. I only got to play it yesterday, so uh, I'll give, I'll give it a bit more of a try in Act One and see if it opens up, and I'll report back. But fuck me, man! Like, yeah, jeez. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to Call of Duty Warzone. Um, the season three kicked off last week. We were talking about some of the events that were doing. It was like happening as we were recording. Um, they basically uh, split it up into like four events. The, the first day was um, Verdansk being overrun by zombies and then um, eventually getting nuked. And then the second day was um, a new game mode on Rebirth Island where you were the one initiating the nuclear launch on Verdansk, um, which which was basically like a, an end of game, um, uh, you know, hot potato type situation where you had to get the briefcase and hold on the briefcase for a certain amount of time. And then when you did that, you can call in the nuke. Right. Uh, and anyway... Um, they had this limited time event and then what happens once that game actually finished the new map kicked in um, and it took you back in time to the 80s and it is now a brand new uh, version of Verdansk on uh, set in the 80s mid 80s uh, 1984 um, where they have uh, redone a bunch of the locations there's new buildings uh, new loot in the game all that sort of stuff Um and uh, that's now running and up. It's now up and running now. Um, yeah. I've had a chance to play a little bit, not a whole lot. Um, yeah. Have you played much at all? Yeah, I played a couple of games. I was playing uh, Wars, uh, like uh, Verdansk Resurgence, because why not? Uh, yeah. Why would I play any other mode other than Resurgence? I love it. Um, yeah, I played it a little bit. Um, my first impressions were fucking awful, but it must have been doing some caching thing or something like apart from the fact that it took me literally a full day to download it because it kept getting to 99% and then checking the files and then it was on some sort of fucking weird checking files loop fucking 
24 hours until I had to delete some cached <laughs> files and start it up again. Uh, mm. So that was bad. And then I got in and, like, my frames, I was getting, like, fucking 60 frames or some shit, which shouldn't have been happening. I'd also turned on NVIDIA DLSS, uh, but I must have been doing something caching, or maybe when I deleted those files, it deleted some caching or some shit, or I don't know. But now it's, yeah, DLSS is fucking amazing, you know. Uh, so congrats to the three people who have a car that's capable of running DLSS. Um getting like fucking 180 frames it's fucking beautiful um i'm a big fan of that at 1440p as well no less um yeah if that fucking slaps uh i think it's visually more interesting than old vedansk more colorful mm. um like better color palettes uh can wash uh like can look a little washed out sometimes i don't know like a there are some areas that are just a bit too brown, like fucking new stadium. It's a lot of brown. Uh, sure. <clears throat> but uh, well, I guess is is the alternative to a lot of grey. It's like we went back uh, in time to the Xbox versus PlayStation. Remember PlayStation 3 was just brown uh, mm. with Motorstorm and Killzone. And uh, Xbox 360 was fucking grey with gears of war and halo uh three anyway um yeah a lot of brown but uh yeah otherwise yeah like they haven't done anything particularly out there it's still warzone it's just a Hmm. slightly different map um the the cold war loot on the ground is generally okay uh Find a lot more of that fucking idiotic shotgun. Uh, the the Spaz-12, whatever it's called in-game, that I think shouldn't exist. Um, it's just awful. Uh, like, if someone picks it up, you're you're done. If Like, on the drop, if someone picks one of those up, you are over. You are finished. Goodbye. Wait for your resurgence drop because you've just been deleted. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, most of the... Like, they're just actually work pretty well for drops on the ground uh mm. just makes me continue to lament the existence of loadouts in the game i guess yeah what are you thinking i um i haven't played enough of it i've only played like two rounds or something i just kind right. of jumped in to, to to check it out yeah um i think that some of the changes in there are really good like the uh limiting the the on floor weapons to um to the current game I mean, that's a smart decision because it, it would just get too much to a, like was uh modern warfare weapons and then like uh, black ops weapons and then like trying to like there's a new game coming out in five months um and then what they're gonna throw those ones in there well like you need to have some sort of baseline consistency um yeah so i think just having the the current games weapons on the floor is fine and then you can have the uh, you know your loadouts and all that sort of stuff in the the crates. That that's cool. Happy with that. Um, I think what's a little bit um, maybe disappointing is that it is the same map again with some changes. And I don't think the changes is too significant. They feel no. very 
minor. Yeah. Um, there's definitely big buildings in there that are brand new and, and that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, and they've gone in and changed, updated a bunch of the lighting now. Um, so you can't like hide in corners and that sort of thing in dark places, um, which yeah. I like. But for the most part, it, it's... Um, I think that the thing we have to wait and see is like, what does this game look like in five months? Because we know Raven's taken over development now and yep. it's not this like hot potato thing of, all right, Sledgehammer's working on it now and now the next game is out. And so the next studio that worked on that game is now working on Warzone and doing their thing. Now it just seems like they're going, all right, we got, we got Raven, <laughs> the creator of maps in Call of Duty is now doing... Warzone, and I think that is a smart move. Like, have a dedicated Warzone team, have them focus all their attention on um, updating that game because obviously it's hugely successful. Uh, it's, it's one of the you know second, maybe the second biggest um, battle royal game that's going on right now. I don't know in terms of Apex numbers, but yeah, war, like Call of Duty's got to be huge, right? Based so, based on. Based on my experience last week with Apex, I, I've got to assume Warzone's still number two. Yeah. Um, and so I think having a dedicated team work on that now and then have regular updates and being able to uh, maybe change the meta a bit quicker than what was going on before. Um, and I think the problem with it, like the meta issue is always going to be there purely because of the fact of how the game works with loadout systems. Um and just like having to try and balance all that stuff, it's just got to be a nightmare. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it'd be, I, th- I think that having them do regular updates on a dedicated team where they don't have to worry about, you know, what's going on in the, the base mainline game for that year yep. is going to um, work out better. And, and I think that the time will come in November when the next Call of Duty comes out and we see what they do with Warzone then, whether or not it's a, you know, we're bringing all those weapons across um, or if they slowly introduce some of that stuff. Like, what does that game look like in five months? I think that'll sort of tell us the direction of what Warzone will be going forward. Um, Because it's been very slow, I feel like, the last two years in terms of updates, (laughs) like the things that are going on that game. They've done it. They've they've obviously done a lot of updates, but... They're not, I don't think they're, not, they're significant updates. We're not seeing the yeah. Apex Legends style updates, um, that yeah. sort of thing. You know, yeah, Apex when was the got, last time like, they've changed? They've got three maps. They've completely changed the first map like twice. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they've made- they have new heroes that come out with abilities and that sort of thing. Like, yeah, the last time they tried that in in Warzone, it was like we've added in uh, like fire sale, fire team sale, and uh you know new contracts and that's kind of the yeah the main sort of changes they've made now there's a juggernaut in there and um uh, you know if you want to keep up with your fortnites especially like fortnite is the one that has just gone insane with their updates and changing the way that game works and what's going on uh, apex is on a very similar route which we can talk about later but um yeah it, it's a good change i feel like yeah I mean, yeah, it's 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 good, but I think they need to do a lot more. They need to do a lot more, and they need to do it quick. Because what I think is going to happen is Battlefield Six or Battlefield Mononym, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. The 
rumors I'm hearing and the you know the noise I'm the chatter I'm seeing about it, it's gonna have a battle royale. Uh, it's gonna be free to play, and if yeah. Call of Duty doesn't do something, it's gonna fucking take over. Not I necessarily think it's, that's a year away though, because it's better. Yeah, but just because it'll be new, it'll be mm. it'll be new, but it'll play more like Call of Duty. The reason Warzone continues to be so hot is because people like that style of game. Yeah, and there's nothing there. There's nothing competing with it. Exactly. Either they're like Fortnite, in which case, like Fortnite gets like Apex gets its lunch eaten by Fortnite, right? Because they're kind of similar. Whereas, like, Apex is the game you play if you can't stand fucking building in Fortnite. Whereas Warzone, there's nothing really like it. You can't play Apex if you want something like Warzone. It just doesn't fucking feel the same. It's hmm. a completely different pace. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Especially if, like, this next Battlefield comes out and the rumors about putting destructibility back in, hmm. things like that. Um but I, I still think that's uh, ten months away. I don't think that's coming out at launch. From what, yeah, things are sort of circling. Um. Anyway, yeah. that's uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, yeah, have to jump in at some stage and play some more of that with the team. Um, cool. Next up, we've got Second Extinction, which is a, a brand new game available on the Game Pass. Um, I believe it is also out on Steam. Uh, the trick with this game is it's still in early access, uh, even though it is available on Game Pass. Um, basically, this is a cooperative shooter, um, sort of like a Left 4 Dead style game um, where you are fighting against dinosaurs <laughs> on a strange planet. And uh, I've not played a whole lot of it. I've basically just played by myself in the campaign and run around do that sort of thing um yep. it seems like there's a bunch of uh, different campaign missions you can choose you can drop uh, drop into certain areas of the map as like a base and then you go out and explore and as you're exploring you're um killing dinosaurs and collecting um resources from them you're doing like little side missions uh you're uncovering new bases that you can then claim and get more resources and then that allows you to respawn if you die. Uh, but for the most part, there are objectives spread out throughout the map that you need to go and complete. And those objectives have a series of different tasks that um, once you finish one, the next one kicks off and you keep on going and going and going. Um, and then once that's done, you finish your mission, you go back to your uh, extraction point and you've got to try and get out of there while the dinosaurs are chasing you and, and that sort of thing. Um there are different characters that you can play as. Each have their own uh, weapons and abilities. Um, there are uh, like drop pods that you can call in when you're running low on ammo. You can give um, uh, calling like health kits and that sort of stuff. Um, and there's also like a drop for a like a mission sort of objective. Like there are these little types of missions that you can go around and do. And some of them will require you to call in a drop pod. And that drop pod will contain like the the thing required to complete the objective. Um, for instance, one of the things that I had to go and do was call in this drop pod 
and it dropped a container off for me and I needed to fill the container with dinosaur eggs and then extract them. And then when I was doing that, dinosaurs obviously got pissed off because I was stealing the eggs. Sure. And I had to fight a bunch of dinosaurs. Um, cool. That's the gist of the game. Uh, but it's it's it seems like it's meant to be a cooperative uh, game. I got my ass handed to me playing as a solo player. Um, yeah. There is, uh, just from like the 30 minutes that I played, it's an early access game. I can see that in there. There's some stuff that I would change um, just in that sort of short span. Um, I think there's some issues with the uh, sort of gunplay. Uh, reloading is a little bit clunky. It sort okay. of feels like it takes a little bit too long to reload your weapon when you run out of ammo. It's, right. it, it feels like to me like the guy is holding down the trigger button, gets the end of the clip, and he's like, why is my gun not shooting? Oh, I need no. to reload. And then it's like, there's not like this really, like I'm out of ammo, reload really quickly. It's, it's like a two second delay on that. Um could have been could could have been because maybe I was playing on a server or something like that. I don't know, but just right. felt a bit clunky yeah. to me. Um and uh like it's just it just feels a little bit too empty at this stage. Uh there's um like there's areas you can go out and explore and that sort of thing. It just it, it may be a bit too shallow at this stage. Um so I've only played 30 minutes, but it just yeah. didn't seem like there was a lot going on. <laughs> so, well, should we try it in co-op and see if that helps? I think we should try it in co-op, yeah. play some co-op, um, shoot yeah. some dinosaurs. Yeah. Shooting seems fine. It's nothing yeah. spectacular. Um, you know, there's ADSs, but for the most part, I'm just shooting. Like, <laughs> there, there doesn't even be a reason. It's ADS, right. the gun that I was using. Maybe when you choose a sniper class, uh, that may be a reason to do that. But otherwise, you kind of just guns are blazing. Um, but anyway, it, that's probably all I've got really to say about that. There's not yeah. really a whole lot more. It seems fine. It's, again, early access. I think there's work to be done, but it seems fun. Um, like, I don't know how crazy it gets in terms of the things it throws at you like there's different types of dinosaurs like for a dinosaur that spits acid um there's a dinosaur that teleports around there's one that uh was like calling in help like backup um right. that seemed like it was a little bit too quick it kind of gave you a notification that hey on the screen um this dinosaur you need to take care of it really quickly but right. sometimes that dinosaur was like spawned at the back right while there's fucking 15 other dinosaurs in front of him like well there's really nothing i can do about that it's kind of just it's there <laughs> um yeah. I, I guess i'm dealing with whatever backup that thing brings as well and so um there's just little bits and pieces in there that i saw as i was playing that i would change uh and you know they probably know this already but um it seems fine it's just a very early people need to understand that it is early it's not like back for blood that felt like a lot more fleshed out oh wow um, okay so yeah but i like the idea of this big open map where you can go and uh like it's a big map it's 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 all one map with different drop locations and different missions that are going on it's felt uh um a bit more maybe with in line with uh what was that dwarf game uh deep rock galactic right um with like missions and that sort of thing 
uh, as opposed to just here's a like a linear get from point A to point B, fight your way through hordes of whatever it is you're shooting and, and good luck. This is much more open and you can explore and, and that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I think we should check it out. Um, and again, that's Second Extinction. It's out on, I think, pretty much everything uh, in early access. Uh, if you want to check it out on Game Pass, it's free at this stage. Well, it's not free. You'd have a subscription, yeah. but you know what I mean. It's part of Game um, Pass. Yeah, it's part of Game Pass. All right, we've got two more games here. Hell Let Loose. Hmm. Uh, one of them. Still <laughs> loving Hell Let Loose. Um, still playing it a lot. Uh, it's it's hard to turn down. Uh, the mm. only real problem is having to play the fucking server game. Um, yeah, the waiting game. Yeah, like waiting to get in queue or once you're in queue, waiting to get in. Like it's just, that's starting to get a bit painful. But uh, what I've noticed is over uh, the course of our playing, it used to be that there were two servers that were always full. Uh, Now there's usually two and a half to two and three quarters. So we haven't had Mm. to play the server game all that much, um, which is awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like it's picking up. That's always the problem with these sorts of games is the utter transparency, I think, can sometimes, like, of a server browser can sometimes work against them um, and make it a little bit uh, daunting or make it feel like, oh, I'll never get into a game, so what's the point? I'll just go play something else, um, mm. which isn't ideal. But, yeah, I just yeah having some fucking killer games in Hell at Loose. So I was talking about it with, um, with Nate, uh, the other the other day at the pub um yeah just this like the how the highs are so high in that game and the lows are so low it's just ludicrous the they gotta do something about fucking swimming in that game it is just Mm. idiotic anytime you go to a map that has a river it is just redonkulous how bad that experience is. You should not walk along the bottom of it. Like, if that is how you want to, like, treat rivers, first of all, there should be no portions of a river with a bank so steep you can't climb them on the other side, in which case you are absolutely flat out going to die at all times. Uh, And secondly, yeah... uh, just make it so people float across the fucking top. How how does this system work? Just make it so there's no river so deep that you can't fucking get through it. Why? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Australia is like spoiled, right? Because <laughs> I don't know many people who can't swim. But apparently it's quite yeah. common to not be able to swim. Like maybe it's back actually- then as well. And, yeah, especially back then, it was quite common. But, like, fucking hell. Just, just fucking, it's not even that long. It's not that big a swim. Just, you can fucking dog paddle your way across, right? Anyone can dog paddle, right? Like, I just don't understand. Fuck me. It drives me fucking bananas. Right. Uh, the other thing that drives me fucking bananas is, is that people still don't understand getting on the fucking circle. It's seriously aggravating 
to no end. The amount of people who will get in, I think I talked about this last week, Get in. they get in the circle and then they run in to combat when all they need to do is be alive on the circle. We can win if they're alive on the circle. If there's only one blip of bad guys, we will win if we're on the fucking circle. But no. Constantly. Constantly running around fucking corners, dying and then tapping which also if they're not tapped and they're in the circle they count as still available in the circle so it's actually yeah. helping like they may as well if they are going to fucking run around a corner and die just don't tap at least then you're still contributing to the fucking circle <laughs> cap but no people insist on fucking going in drive me nuts i had some killer holds though killer like yeah, just playing on, uh, what's it called? Hurtigan Forest. Uh, yeah, just like two squads ratting around against one another. It was fucking real cool. Like, just the sort of shit you get up to uh, when it's... That, that sort of mini fight, that mini battle that happens where it's like one squad versus one squad... And you're just trying to like lock down them. They're trying to lock down you. And there's that counterplay, play counterplay of like you find their outpost, uh, but you can tell they must have got like their their squad leader didn't die, so they've got another one down somewhere. And you've got to find that. And they're trying to find your outpost and try to pop that. And your squad leader gets a new one down. All that kind of stuff is fucking rad. And on Foy. Me, Heath, and Drew held an entire flank against a fucking army at one point, and it was spectacular. They were making this huge flank around the side, uh, and we were out there because of general instincts. You know, if if it was me, that's the direction that I would go in fire. They were, mm-hmm. and they'd done it. They'd sort of done something similar before on the other side, and so yeah, I, we looped all the way out. We had an OP down. We got a Gary up for the rest of our team who never fucking spawned there except for the recon squad, and they sort of left. And so I, th- I think it was. I think Heath was on the machine gun. Uh, Drew had just a. Uh, maybe the bar or something I'm not sure he had a fucking he had a lot of bullets and he was putting a lot of bullets down range and I was squad lead so I had fucking Tommy gun and we just fucking held that one point for so fucking long and against so many people it was ludicrous it was fucking awesome that's the that's the shit I like you know um yeah yeah that's what hell like it's just it's battlefield vibes man it just works it's just pure mm. battlefield shit. Um, and yeah, when everyone's working together, firing all cylinders, it's just fucking cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder why they're just struggling to retain players. It just seems... I don't think they are. That's what I was saying, right? Are they well, they had that big on- sale on uh, last month, right? And they had that big... They basically doubled like their player base and then it, it dropped again to like what it was before that I mean I guess it's not a game for everyone they're up 
six percent in the last thirty days. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying is that that they had that sale right. They right. like doubled their their player count like that were playing their active players, and then it just dropped back to what it was before the sale again. Like those people just didn't stick around. Seems like it peaks. Uh, every yeah yeah it's trending I, I don't know I don't know yeah I, I think like no this, the, it wasn't a sale it was a free weekend oh was it free weekend yeah so alright th- that wasn't it yeah I think it it's still above where it was based on Steam charts yeah. Yeah, just uh, and I, and I think yeah, based on the server browser situation, I think it's doing pretty well. Hmm. Um, yep. but yeah, it's um, all right. It's still good, still great. Cool, good stuff. Let's keep hmm. on going then. What else we got here? Last game. Last game is Elite Dangerous. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a fuck ton of Elite Dangerous. Uh. I'm way back in. Um, I spoke about it a little bit last week, but um, yeah, no, all the way back in this week. Um, It's just, it's an interesting game, man. It's such an interesting game because I, I don't know how much I talked about it last week. I can't really remember, but like I had my ASP Explorer uh, and I was, I sort of just went back to doing what I was doing and the fucking, the trick of it was that I was making so much fucking more money now than I used to. I made enough money to buy the ship I was in, in like an hour and a half. Hmm. And that, that took me, it took me dozens of hours to get into the Asp Explorer. That was like effort man uh i scrimped and saved and uh, like enough money to buy the asp explorer and equip it with all the the good shit that my asp explorer had i'd done so much fucking work to get there hmm. well, like what are you doing you like trading enough. goods or something what is it no, i only i do bounty hunting Oh. Um, which involves going to high-res sites and killing pirates. Basically privateer shit. Uh, but they've increased, they dramatically increased the bounties, how much you get for a bounty. Uh, and they've made it so that um, there are like missions to kill like certain pirates and or certain numbers of pirates. And the fucking gains you get are ridiculous. So it got to the point where on Sunday I had enough to buy one of the ships that back in the day I'd looked at and I'm like, I'm never going to make it to that. Like the amount of time it took me to get to here, there's just no way I get to there. I never. It's because that ship's garbage now. It's like a ship that's 30 times better. Well, (laughs) they haven't really done that. That's the thing. That's the crazy thing, right? They've What they've done is they've kept the ships the same, but they've created these modules that are way better. These like internal components of these ships that are way better, that require significant effort to get to. But mm. the fucking... 
doesn't matter to me, man. I got to, so I can buy a python, right? Or a fertilance or a fucking, a mumba, which the mumba was a new ship uh, that they're adding with Horizons, but um, I sort of tapped out just before Horizons. And I'm like, fuck me, man. Like, I can actually buy this shit. I could buy it and actually equip it with some decent gear. But the rate at which I'm making money, maybe I should just power through. Maybe I could buy that, the impossible ship. Hmm. The rate at which I'm doing this, maybe I could just stay in the ASP and buy the fucking Mac Daddy ship and do that instead. And that's exactly what I fucking did. Uh, I refined my process so I was making as much money as possible, as quickly as possible, bounty hunting. And I just sort of did that. And it's not like, it's a pretty zen game. Like you've got options. Like sometimes I'll sit there playing. I've, I've, I'm playing on keyboard and mouse plus controller. I, I got rid of voice attack because I didn't want to train my fucking voice software as much as I needed to to stop it from recognizing clickety clacks as fucking uh like input it was recognizing mm -hmm. like me typing on the fucking or pressing buttons as gear <laughs> right and so it would raise or lower my fucking landing gear <laughs> yeah which is not helpful in the middle of fucking high speed pursuits um or when you're trying to land anyway so i refined my fucking process and i got it down to a fucking fine art right uh i was bound like i'd bounce to um, I mean the uh, it's this this system called Samequit or Samaquit or whatever fuck it's like however it's pronounced, but I'm in this system called Samaquit doing fucking hunting pirates, and I got rid of any re requirement for ammunition. Uh, so I was just using uh, energy weapons, um, and I just fly around, find stuff tag it up, kill Warren Scanner, uh, get a bunch of money out of that. You get fuck tons of money out of that. And then you'd fly back uh, to Brawn Enterprise, which is the main space station in Samaquip. You'd turn in your bounties there because if you turn them in in another system, you get a 25% hit on the money. And so the stop there, uh, the Brawn Enterprise is real close to the high-res zone that I was bounty hunting at. So the stop there barely takes any time at all. Uh, so it's absolutely worth 25% of your fucking earnings to make that stop. Then you leave Braun Enterprise, jump. So I think it's LTT 8776 or something like that. Um, I don't know why it doesn't have a name. I don't really understand. There's so much about this game I still don't fucking understand. Um, but I jumped to LTT 8776 and I would go to Velasquez dock and there was another dock in that, that system that I would go to. I can't remember its name. Um, and I turned in my missions and that'd be worth like all of that. I'd be ready then to fly back to the high res zone. Oh, I'd pick up new missions. I'd be ready then to go back to the, the high res zone and all of that uh, would take me 
I don't know, an hour and a half. And I would earn about 25 million credits. Uh, the ship I was in was worth about 12 million credits. Uh, so I was making double my fucking net worth in an hour and a half. The ship I wanted was 150 million credits. So it only took me... Like, I, I could either hardcore concentrate on this shit or I could watch YouTube or the basketball on another fucking screen. And so that's basically what I was doing. I was watching basketball and glancing over to make sure I was shooting the right target. And yeah, I just spent the weekend fucking doing that. Earned enough to buy the Mac Daddy ship, the Anaconda. So now I've got a fucking Anaconda. Back when I first played Elite Dangerous, literally unachievable. Like, I think the only way people got one was there was like a, they found some marketing glitch where like one station would buy st stuff, would sell you stuff for way too cheap. And another station was buying it for a hilariously inflated price and they were basically next to each other. So people wound up having like 4 billion credits the week the fucking game came out. And because of the way the economy works, they couldn't take that money away from them. And so those people had anacondas and nobody fucking else did. The only other people who had it were those like the no-lifers who'd spend eight hours a day space trucking. But I just didn't have any fucking patience for space trucking. I just want a bounty hunt. So I had a mm. fucking, but I bought a fucking anaconda. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, after a weekend of play, I had the Anaconda. And I had, eventually, over time, I had enough money to equip it with the basics. But over time, I had enough money. I've, I've, I've basically equipped it with all the best shit now. Uh, and the best thing about the Anaconda is it's got better weapons. And it's got way more, like, armor and shields. Way better shields. So I can actually just, like, fly into these high-res zones. And the way I used to do it was sort of picking, very carefully picking my fights. But now I just fucking fly up. I find a pirate and I just fucking delete them. I just like, meh, gone. Okay, next one. And so now, instead of making, like, 25 million in 90 minutes... I've got that down to like fucking an hour uh, or like 40 minutes. Like I'm making like 40 million an hour in this fucking Anaconda. It's fucking awesome. My Anaconda. It ain't can, got none. Ain't got, uh, it, my Anaconda has like fighter bays so I can deploy other fucking spaceships from this thing. I can, I've like. Surprise, motherfucker. Right? Like, it's fucking amazing, man. The problem with the Anaconda is that it's too big to land at Velasquez Dock or whatever the fuck another one is. It's too large. So I had to buy another ship to, like, turn in the missions. Hmm. But the ship that I bought to do this cost less than a 1% hull damage repair bill on my anaconda like it it's it's honestly like a fucking incremental game it's like an idle game 
Like I'm now playing on a different scale. I make so much more money. Everything costs more money. Hmm. Uh, and the, the challenges that face me are wildly different. I wish... I, like, it's so dumb to me that I can't... Like, I can deploy a, sh a spaceship from my spaceship, but I can't land the deployed ship at a fucking... At one of these docks that only have small landing pads. I think that's so fucking dumb. That's idiotic to me. They should change that. But hmm. it's been years and they haven't. So I assume it's working as intended. It's just fucking dumb. Or make it so I can put, like, instead of having fighters, make it so I have, like, the Sidewinder or the Eagle in my spaceship as, as opposed, like, a, it, I, I don't care how much space it takes. Like, I would do it. It'd be fucking phenomenal. Um, it just adds some tedium. And that's my problem with the game, is that now that I've reached the top, like... Like all, all I like, it's like an idle game. I've reached the wall. I don't know. Well, apart, from, well, that's one of my problems. My other problem, my first problem, is that I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Right? I've never known what I'm supposed to do. I got back into the game and I started doing these high res missions, which is what I always did. But I don't know what else I'm supposed to do beyond that. And because it was so much more profitable than it ever was before. I sort of got blinders on and just did that, right? So I've got no fucking concepts of what else. Like, I know there's other stuff. I've, like, I've been down to planet surfaces and I've, I've dumped my little lander down and done some missions where I have to scoop up fucking stuff uh, off the ground. It's not worth the fucking time. Um, I know there's some sort of, like, road to riches like tutorial system but i think because i was playing from a point where i was deep enough into the game like the irony i think is if i jumped if i when i started playing again if i just deleted everything and started fresh yeah. i would have made it to my asp explorer and more inside of fucking an hour right and it would also be like breadcrumbing me on how to fucking play this game because there's all this shit that I have no idea how to engage with. Like there's engineered weapons and there's alien species and there's fucking like going down to the surface of planets and mapping planets and mapping stars and all this shit that I don't engage with at all. And it, I would have probably had some fucking idea on how any of that works but i don't because i never engage with it and i don't also don't know how to fucking go and do that like can i go and do this road to riches shit because it didn't exist when i first played none of these right. things existed i don't know how to start any of it do i have to go to a certain star system like it does a pretty bad job of like Apparently, it does a good job of tutorializing you, but it doesn't fucking tell you how to get to the tutorial. So, isn't it in like that menu system? No, no, like... different, different tutorial, right? Like that is right. that's the how to fucking fly. I mean, like yeah. the how to play though tutorial is apparently in universe and in game, and apparently it's quite good at doing what it needs mm. to do to teach you how to earn money. But I can't work out how to fucking begin. So. I'm at a fucking loss, man. 
And like, I know I'm, I, I get the idea that I'm supposed to earn rep and stuff. Um, yep. But I hate, I hate fucking rep grinds in games. That is probably, that's why I burn out on most MMOs. As soon as I reach a point where the only thing for me is to rep grind, I do it for a little bit and then I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, if the only way that you can stop me from consuming your content too quickly is to needlessly gate me, I've got fucking no time for this shit. And that's what this feels like. However, uh, yeah, going to be able to fucking go on foot. I went and did it, man. Did I tell you? Was I talking about this last week? Playing the fucking alpha for Odyssey. Hmm. And I was running around. I didn't didn't know anything about loadouts. You've got to like load out your guy with stuff. Didn't hmm. know anything about loadouts. So I'm running around with the base pistol that everyone has and no armor and just blitzing. I was absolutely fucking wrecking. <laughs> and all, all of the- joysticks. All, yeah, that's like all the people playing are like, oh, the AI is too hard. I'm like, fucking. It's because these motherfuckers are all space truckers. They have no idea what's in store for them. It's like when Fry learns about video games on the internet in Futurama. He's like, oh, you mighty spacemen will have to tell me about fucking about these video games. And he's, he's a fucking god of them because he loves video games. That's me. It's absolutely what's happening here. I went and bought the stuff. The I bought armor and a real gun, and it's fucking ridiculous, man. So yeah, uh, no idea what I'm doing in that stuff, but I'm very excited and like engage with it. At the same time, I have no idea why I will be engaging with it. That's my problem with the lead. I don't know why I'm doing anything, or what I'm doing, or. The parts that I do know why and what I'm doing, I don't want to do because it's fucking rep grind horse shit. And I'm worried, I'm somewhat worried that the parts I don't understand are also rep grind horse shit. And if that's the case, I'm going to be very sad. But still, uh, there is something extremely like pleasant about flying through space flying and like warping into a, a system seeing a giant fucking sun the mm. interstellar soundtracks playing in the background and you just fucking go over and blast some pirates and i've got the fucking the giant ship i oh did i mention that uh yeah 99 so one percent hull costs me like fucking 500,000 fucking creds mm-hmm. yep. to repair. I earn that every time I try to dock because this thing, it's uh, fucking, it's the fucking, what was that ship that got stuck in the canal? That's me. <laughs> At every single fucking attempt to dock, I will like cram <laughs> it into the side and then fucking block. And you get these warnings from the spaceport authority that like, do not block the entrance. To, and I'm like, I'm not doing it on purpose, cunts. I can't fuck. This thing is like 40 times larger than my old spaceship. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it. I'm trying <laughs> to get it just through a fucking mailbox slot. And you're docking it in the wrong entrance. And they're like, no, no, that's for the small ships. Like, I'm coming in. I'm fucking doing this. <laughs> 
But yeah, uh, yeah. So I earn, I earn about one percent hull damage every single time I try to fucking land the fucking thing. It is way too big, but it is mm. fucking awesome. And it's got two spare seats. So if I could ever convince someone to come fucking play, you could mm. fly in the fucking fighters out of my fucking spaceship. We could. Mm. That's fucking cool, man. Like, that's, that's the thing. That's why I keep going back. It's because every time I'm like, oh, fucking red grind. And then I'm like, oh, I can literally just transfer and fly the fighter and ship AI will keep my fucking giant anaconda doing things. I can, like, that's fucking rad. I can land on a planet and jump in a fucking moon buggy and go fucking belting around and shit. That's fucking rad. And when you do it, it's all, like, animated. Like, you you go into the fucking buggy and you're sitting there and you watch it get placed on the ground and it folds out its, its fucking wheels and then you go fucking zipping around. It's so fucking cool. Uh, I just don't know why I'm doing anything or what I'm doing, which is a pain. It pains mm. me. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've installed it. You have? Yeah, I've, I've, I've downloaded it. Good. I need to. Excellent. All right. I need maybe next week. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> You're fucking playing half an hour of a fucking dinosaur shooting game, but you can't come to space? It'll take me three hours to set up my fucking... You made me play fucking Star Trek, whatever the fuck. Just just get a fucking Xbox controller. Get your fucking PlayStation controller. What? I'm using my whole get up. My whole get up. You're going to spend four hours setting up your fucking hot ass stick... And then you're going to fucking be like, yep, well, that was cool for fucking four minutes. Job, thanks for wasting my fucking time. All right. I begged you. I begged you to just plug a fucking controller in. I fucking begged you and you refused. Yeah. Hey, we, we could just be sea pirates instead. Sea pirates are... <laughs> I don't have a fucking... Fuck that shit. Like, yes, yeah, sea pirates is amazing, but... This is space pirates. This Did is sea pirates in space. Isn't that so much cooler? Is it? Isn't it? Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. Season right. two of Sea of Thieves launched last two weeks ago, less than two weeks ago. But the season oh. stuff is just—is it? Didn't I add add new stuff? Not really. It's just, isn't it just cosmetics and shit? I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Um, all right. Yeah, we, we'll jump into that. i got to set my things up when I get some free time. Um, all right. Should we do some news? And then yep. we'll get out of here. The PlayStation State of Play is happening tomorrow. Um, this is apparently going to feature an extended look at Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, which is due out in just over, it's like six weeks or something at this stage. Um, it's coming out in June. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I can't believe it's six weeks till June. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so Ratchet Clank Rift Apart. I don't know if I need to see any more of it. I'm pretty, pretty sold on it. Um, I think I'm more interested to see what else they have at this show. Um, but I feel like the rest of it's going to be smaller, smaller indie things maybe. 
Any, um, any thoughts? Like, I I I am extremely excited to see more Ratchet and Clank. I, I'm sold on it, like you you are. But uh, I yeah, I I can't wait for this shit, man. Like, it looks fucking rad. Um, hmm. yeah, it just I don't know. It's it looks so old school and new school at the same time. It's so fucking weird, man. How they've done it. Uh yeah, I'm I'm very pumped. I don't know what the fuck else they're gonna show at this thing, but uh I'm keen to see more of Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. It looks fucking um, fun as shit, man. I assume they show some some sort of returnal because that is out like tomorrow, isn't it? Tomorrow the day yeah. after. Uh yeah, it's out here Friday, so yeah, uh, day after. All right, let's. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it next week once they we get some more details. Maybe there'll be some surprises or something will pop out. We'll see. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Sony also announced that PlayStation have sold 7.8 million units of the PlayStation Five since the launch. Uh, during the same window, in the PlayStation Four launch, they did uh, just shy of that, so 7.6 million. Um, Pretty impressive numbers, I guess. It's the the reason why that it is not as blown out uh, is because of the chip shortages that's affecting like everything yeah. at this point. Um, still, I mean, they're they're ba- they basically. You, you think about how how much the shortages are, shortages are, are affecting the sales, and yet they've surpassed what the PlayStation Four did. Just shows you sort of like how much. In demand, these these things are, um, yeah. So it's it's quite impressive at this stage. It seems like that this is going to hold up for quite a while still. Um, these really slow production rollouts, but uh, you know, it it doesn't seem as bad as what uh, you know things were eight years ago. Uh, or so, I don't know. Does this kind of when you see that number? Like, does that, like, is that sort of like the number you had in mind? Or did you think it was a lot lower than that, considering how hard it's sort of been I thought it was, for people to get this stuff? I absolutely thought it was a lot lower. Um, yeah, so I was quite surprised that they managed to put these sorts of numbers out there because, yeah, uh, the, the chips haven't been there. So um, they did quite well. Uh, I think PS4... Yeah, like it was coming off a, I don't know, a downswing with the PS3. Hmm. Um, so maybe that impacted a little bit, but it still did quite well. This is, I mean, it's it's one of those situations where that's that's enough to guarantee uh, publishers um, making sure. Yeah, their their games are going on PlayStation Five, which is fantastic. I mean, especially because you can almost not directly, but uh, quite uh, easily port between Xbox and and PS Five, so that the numbers combine there, not directly, like I said, but you can use those numbers to justify going to next gen pretty easily which I, I know i remember certain publishers having problems with with the last generation um so yeah that's pretty cool yeah 
Yeah. Um, all right, we'll. Uh, I think I think uh, Xbox also released some numbers today, but I didn't didn't really see that. Did you see them yet? <laughs> no, I haven't seen them. Uh, I couldn't see them anyway. I didn't realize they released them today. I don't know if they were numbers or more or less just like percentages. Uh, I have a feeling Xbox is still trailing on that part. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Fair enough. It looks like just percentages. Anyway, let's right. move on to the next story, which is about Apex Legends, and they mm. have released a brand new permanent mode uh, called Arenas, and this is a three versus three uh, arena mode, much sort of in the same vein as like a uh, Valorant or Counter-Strike where there are separate rounds, you're versing other players in another team, uh, and there is a uh, buy phase where you're spending money or resources to get new gear and equipment um, to try and get you through that round. Uh, It plays sort of similarly to Apex in terms of like you can knock down a player uh, you can, you can, uh, if someone on your team is knocked down, you can try and revive them. Um, as far as I'm aware, there's no way to get someone back into a round once they're killed. Um, but once you win a, a round, you then go on to the next one. And it's, uh, I, I believe it's the team that is the first to being two points in front of the other team. Uh, right. as far as I'm aware. Um, it could be also a best of seven. I don't know. I don't read these things. I just <laughs> guess most of the time. Yeah, um, there are ultimate abilities and that sort of thing in there. But uh, I guess is this surprising to you that they've sort of shifted away from? Well, not shifted away, but they've added in something that is more in line with uh, like a Valorant competitor or a Counter Strike competitor, while still having the battle royale component in there. Um, do you think it's going to like cut away at any of those games at all? Uh, no. Uh, just cutting away from themselves? Yes. Like, I, I, I do not understand this move at all. I know people have been clamoring for it for a long time. Uh, but I think they are a very vocal minority. I cannot see this fucking mode getting off the ground. Uh, it's just divorced from how battle royale combat works like the 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 essence of battle royale is the ever-changing like the circle changes everything every fucking round but that's not happening here also if you want to fucking play some fucking titanfall universe deathmatch why don't you just fucking play titanfall (laughs) yeah Fuck me. I just don't understand. Isn't Titanfall 2 doing fucking gangbusters this week? Jump anyway? back up because yeah. of the um the sale that they had recently. It's it's high up in the Steam listing. Um but still yeah, this in, is a, still nearly hell let loose numbers. Right. Nearly. Yeah. I mean this uh, reminds me of like when um when PUBG introduced like the deathmatch mode, the yeah. team deathmatch. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like why? It's uh, yeah, it's a strange addition. I don't know. Maybe it'll maybe it'll pay off for them. Uh, I have a feeling it won't. I I think that it's just maybe going to be a side thing where we get to the point where not as many people are playing it, and eventually the player base just won't be there, so it'll fade out and die. 
Um, yep. Uh, do you think it's... That is a good question. Do you think it is a an attempt to get people back into Apex the same way Deathmatch was an attempt to get people back into PUBG? I don't think... As, as far as I'm aware, Apex is doing very well. Uh, as far as you're aware. Like from the things that I've seen, the numbers that I've seen, um, what does the Steam chart say about Apex? It's third. Like it's yeah. third on the Yeah. So it's and that's just Steam. Like this is not including Origin or like console, console. or anything like yeah. that. Um it's yeah, at this moment it's doing nearly you know like twice the numbers of PUBG but not really is PUBG a fucking measuring point if I can't get a fucking game of duos going at all at Mm. peak time in a OCE is it doing well I don't know I don't think so maybe something was broken yeah maybe 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 something was broken for multiple days in a row isn't that how PUBG died in OCU? Uh, killed it. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Just doesn't seem like it's doing well to me. Yeah, seems like it's just a weird decision. Um, Anyway, that's news. Not a lot going on, but we try and do what we can. Uh, are there any questions for this week that we can get through? That you can see. Um, yeah, there is. I think. I think I saw a question. Questions. Nice. Audiocron writes. Hello, fellow gamers. Trials of Fire is stealing my attention away from everything right now. Have you discovered it? Would love to hear your thoughts. STS led me down a dangerous path. STS. Trials of Fire. Have you played Trials of Fire? Uh, no, I'm just looking at it now. I have heard about it. This is a card uh, deck building game. Um, oh, STS is Slay the Spire? Yeah, I think so. Right. Um, nice. It is made... It, I'm pretty sure this is an indie developer um, made of some ex-Warner Brothers guys that worked on the Arkham games. Um, I think it was... Do you remember Dax that used to do like all the PR yeah. and marketing for Arkham? I think yeah. he's a part of that team now. Cool. Um, and someone else, I'm just checking their site now and I can't, I don't know, can't find it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, Dax and Adam Doherty. Uh, Adam Doherty's game director. I'm pretty sure he he was also Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah, he was. He worked on um, Batman Arkham series as well. Cool. So. Anyway, right. very different okay. game to that. It's a card-based yeah, it game, um, but I've heard I've heard good things about it. So it's something that is uh, on my list that I need to check out. I just purchased it. Um, oh, nice. I mean, uh, maybe this can get me away from playing Slayer Spire. Right? Do Do <laughs> they have a mobile version so I can play this on the toilet? <laughs> um, excellent. Awesome. Um, my question is. 
What do you do when a single game starts stealing all your gaming time? Do you avoid it or just surrender to your new deity? Uh, uh, well, I played... I don't know, fucking... Let's see what Steam has to say about this. I played... 44 hours of Elite Dangerous this last week. So... Um, I would, I, I'm guessing that I just, like, it doesn't even need to be a major god for me to surrender to it. It's like any, any minor deity slash, mm. like, demigod slash just fucking priest is enough to capture all of my attention, uh, the entire fucking week, uh, to a degree that is sometimes unhealthy. Uh, I'm fucking awful at this shit, uh. At best, uh, I can generally, I'm disciplined enough to make sure I get my work done <laughs> before I, I piss away all my time. But otherwise, yeah, no, I absolutely bow down. What about you, Luke? I'm pretty sure you're the same. Yeah, uh, I'm, uh, I've been busy the last, like I said before, couple of weeks. Mm. And I'm still busy this week. We'll work mm. on some things. So I haven't had a chance to really um like i fired up portal reloaded yeah. <laughs> and this other game like yesterday because that yeah. is all i i didn't have anything else um uh but i, I still like played dead by daylight a lot each week yeah. i don't talk about it on here unless i've got something that i feel like i need to talk about like uh, there's a major update or something has changed I still um, fixed I still... your new character what's that they still haven't fixed your new character um well they buffed it like last week i think it was right yeah you were talking about last week but they still haven't fixed him you're still saying he's still still, yeah he's better he's definitely better but he's he's still weak um so i like i play that a lot because it's easy like i'm on a different time zone you guys so yeah when it's like three o'clock here it's like seven or seven o'clock for you guys so it's not like i can and and you guys over there usually jump on later like 11 p.m for me um so there's stuff in here that i'll just play by myself with that i'm happy to do um and that's my main one at the moment like i'm pretty happy just playing dead by daylight by myself yeah the deity you're surrendering to the entity it is that is right (laughs) um I, i i got close to firing up dota when i was watching like Okay. the dota tv show and then also watching the last dota major that was happening i, I got really yep. close to to getting back into that and uh thankfully i held out um i feel like i see like jb playing it quite a lot yeah as well he plays dota doesn't he yeah he does yeah i feel like i see him uh playing yep. it he should definitely not get me in the um but I mean, there's stuff, there's stuff in there that every once in a while I'll jump in and spend a bunch of time. Like I'm still super keen to fire up a satisfactory when I get some time and jump back in and see how that is going. There's yep. just too much I got going on at the moment. I just don't have time to to play anything. Like I want to play Hell uh, Elite Dangerous. I haven't had a chance to play Hell Let Loose at all. I still want to check out lots of Warzone. Freaking Returnal is out in like two days. I want to play a bunch of that. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's it's been slow, a slow year, but it's just all of a sudden gone stupid. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think maybe we're not necessarily the best use cases 
for her uh, for surrendering because we're sort of we are I guess high priests in the the religion, right? So <laughs> yeah, I, like uh, I j- try and jump around as much as I can to different games, yeah. but I, I do have my like my one game that I play Maybe right now is Dead by Daylight. Studying Dolo. theology, if if, yeah. if I continue with the yeah um yeah good question uh, I liked it thanks Audiocron um I'm definitely gonna try play some Trials of Fire I mm. love the idea of a new fucking uh deck builder I fucking love them yep that would awesome. be the podcast that is it you can find us on iTunes Android Windows Store Spotify uh everywhere you get your podcast from we're on there uh, please rate and uh, download, uh, rate and review the show. You've already downloaded mm. it. Download it a second time. Uh, <laughs> if you rate and review the show, it helps other people find us. Please leave uh, a nice message if you can. Um, we appreciate it. If you want to follow us on social media, you can fo- follow us on facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast. You can go to our YouTube page and watch the podcast in a video form, the GA podcast.com slash YouTube. Uh, head over there, check that out. You can also go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Jump in there. Uh, all sorts of things going on in the uh, uh, movies tab was hot this week. Everyone yep. going on about all sorts of stuff that is happening. Um, yep. Uh, general chat's always popping off. And yeah. uh, and then late at night after work, jump in, play some games, see what people are doing. Yep. There's usually all sorts of things going on in there. Hell That Loose is rocking off. Uh, I saw some... Some Warzone in there the other day. Battle oh, yeah. Royale. It's okay. happened. Next time I see Warzone go on, I'm going to jump in so I can play with people as opposed to randos because mm. the rando experience is still awful. Yeah. Um, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com, and check out all those links that we just mentioned. If you want to um, also find an older podcast, you can do that on the site, read some articles. You can do that as well. There's all sorts of things going on over there. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help support the show, keep the podcast going, keep the site running. If you'd like to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring member, um, get the podcast a little bit early, day early. Yeah. yeah. If Unless there's an embargo, which... Uh, we there had to do last week. week. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we appreciate everyone's support doing that. It helps us pay the bills. Uh, so thank you very much. Have you got we, anything you'd you like so much. to uh, pimp out for this week? You've been uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I pivoted. I did write a big thing about Battlefield moments. Uh, but uh, with... Uh, what I suspect is Battlefield news right around the corner. I figured it might be better uh, to do at a different time. Um, mm. So I've pivoted to talking about Elite Dangerous instead. So uh, that'll be up on the sites around the same yep. time this is, I suppose. Uh, so you can read that or check it out on my YouTube at Joey Jojo. And you can also head to the um, Survivor com to check out my Elder Scrolls preview of Blackwood. What about you, Luke? What do you got for uh, us? For me, you can find me twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. Um, you can also go to Survivor. Um, I have something going up 
at some stage within the next, say, let's say 10 days, Ooh. maybe before the next podcast. I can't say what it is, but you should keep an eye out. It's something that I, I've written uh, that I think a lot of people will be excited for. So, um, yeah, check that out. Awesome. I'll talk about it more next week. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. No? I can't tell you. Are, you, are you raising a baby? Am I what? Raising a baby. Am I? No. No? Don't they say Why? it takes a village? Does it? I don't know. I don't think they say that. Who said that? Don't they? I think that's a common saying. Uh, anyway. <laughs> all right. That is it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.